Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Here we go. It's it's entertainment, entertainment. The entertaining podcast with the entertaining conversation about entertainment with yeah. Kate, uh, comedians. Right. Caitlin McKee and Justin Angermeyer got a little bit ahead of myself there. I'm okay. Justin Angermeyer. I'm Caitlin McKee. We're just so excited. Yeah. Pop. Side the Rolling Stone. <laughs> I'm pretty excited. Uh, we both are. As we're talking about Good Charlotte uh, right up top here. Just some pop punk. Just some pop punk from the early 2000s. We all remember it. We all love it. Yes. Uh, you know what? I don't. Was there a specific reason we decided to talk about Good Charlotte? Or no? Um, yeah. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No. We're just talking about. Them. No, I think there was. We were watching a music video because we, not to brag, but we do have um, YouTube TV. Made the switch from Spectrum to YouTube TV. It saves us money. So things are, you know, happening in our lives. We're making changes. Yes. We're growing. We're practicing gratitude. All yes. the things. So we were watching. I'm gratitude is. I'm giving gratitude to YouTube TV for being cheaper. There you go. Than Spectrum uh, cable. We're all about growth. So things are going on. We changed for YouTube TV, and it has the MTV Classic channel. And yeah. that um, plays music videos. It is a very limited algorithm. You will see Pun the Replay like three Pun times replay, in 20 minutes. The Whisper Song yeah. and Move Your Body by Nina Sky. I mean, they're the all... Three, you know, not bad songs. Not bad songs. But you do know it's time to stop watching MTV Classics if you've seen those five it's times gotten, yeah. in the past <laughs> yeah. 45 minutes. So, Good Charlotte gets into this algorithm too. Good Charlotte's in this algorithm. And I think we were watching a video and you said... Who dresses like this to when we were like looking, we were just talking about Good Charlotte and you were like, who? It was the music video for the anthem. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think I was saying like, cause we were watching this music video and it's, it's, it's very, I don't even know how to describe what everyone was wearing. They're wearing like. I would say it's kind of like the Juggalos without clown makeup. Juggalos with no clown makeup. Like there's like sports jerseys tucked into like studded jeans yeah it just like it makes no sense it's kind of like a hostile hot topic look you yeah know, where very it's hostile like hot topic just yeah. aggressive hot topic it's it's a very yeah it's a very hard aesthetic to crack and i think that's what prevented me when i was younger um from really like accepting good charlotte mm. like i always never really got into them and i think i i picked blink 182 because i feel like they were kind of simultaneous right as far yeah, as yeah right. blink 182 was a little before good charlotte okay. Good Charlotte blew up probably like four or five years after oh, uh, okay. What's My Age Again. Oh, okay. So, so it was weren't... a little bit, uh, yeah, because I was like, I was like in middle school when Lifestyles of the Rich and the Famous hit. Okay. So it was like 2002, 2003, 2002-ish. Oh, wow. Um, so it was and... also like the indie music explosion. So they were definitely on the outside of like what was really, really like trending and cool, you know, like 2002. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like The Strokes, mm-hmm. all those, The Killers, all those bands started. Yeah. So their aesthetic was Definitely not that. You know, no. they're not wearing skinny <laughs> yeah. jeans. They're wearing no. like, um, like you know, extra long basketball shorts that go down to be almost like <laughs> with pants. Liberty spikes. Yeah, it was like, exactly. With Liberty spikes. It's it's a very yeah. It's a very uh, um, pastiche of pop punk aesthetic. So I just I never really accepted Good Charlie. I never really got into them. But now, anytime I hear their songs, I'm like, it, they're catchy and I enjoy them. They're not a good. They're not a bad uh, like pop pop rock band. Not they're at all. They're really not at all. I think their music kind of holds up. Definitely. Holds I, up. I uh, yeah, I was very into Good Charlotte at the time. Oh okay. I was I was probably sixth, seventh, eighth grade ish. Wow. So I think I was a little too young to like realize that that wasn't the cool hip style. And I think it was just like, okay. oh, these guys are cool. Yeah, and they're funny, and Chris Kirkpatrick's in their video, and it rules. It did. It did kind of rule. Chris Kirkpatrick <laughs> yeah. is in their lifestyles, the rich and famous video makes a cameo as like a, a witness. Yeah. on stand along with Mike Watt from the Minutemen. From the Minutemen, and I don't know who the woman was. It was like a blonde woman, and I don't know if she was just like an actress or if she was like actually. Yeah, we hate women. Who cares? Shouldn't even brought her up. It's okay. Uh, but I did enjoy Good Charlotte, and I still do. Yeah, I I feel like yeah, I'm giving them credit that I I rejected them. And now I'm like, you know what? Really good, catchy pop punk songs. Although I do think their boys, their boys who like girls song, that always to me seemed like a ripoff of Blur. Blur has a song. Yeah, very I was unaware similar. of this Blur song. I think you're, yeah. I think you're spot on there. Yeah, and I think it's one of their weaker uh, out of their hits. I think it's kind of their weakest one. I think so too. Because if it was a bet, if it was like a cool song, I'd be like totally fine to kind of like 
take something from Blur, but the Blur song is like very solid. It's mm, a, such I, a good I song. To, I've never heard the Blur song. It's great. But okay, um, it's probably the Blur's best <clears throat> song. I would I would go out on a limb and say that. Yeah. I don't I don't you know. But anyway, um, yeah. So we were talking about who dresses like this. Who is Good Charlotte? So we were like, fuck it, let's go. Let's talk about Good Charlotte. Yeah, and we, because another fascinating thing about them um, isn't it fascinating? It's not fascinating, but it's kind of kind interesting. of is. It's, I would say fascinating is the right word. If I yeah, I'm pretty sure I know where you're going with this. They married. So the the Madden their brothers, wives are fascinating. They're yeah, that's really what it comes down to. It really does. Like the you know, Good Charlotte, pop punk, solid songs, interesting aesthetic. The women that the Madden brothers ended up marrying are kind of shocking. It's, yeah, it's you wouldn't you would have never guessed it. No, because they kind of almost like parody the image of the women in Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous that they eventually Completely. wind up with. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like, so, so, spoiler: <laughs> Benji is married to uh, Cameron Diaz, yes. and the girl who's like in the lifestyles. It looks like it could just be Cameron Diaz. It looks like his future wife, Cameron Diaz. Yeah. Um. So that's and they of, both married blondes. It's not yeah because it was Nicole. Ray- I think Nicole goes. I think when she got married, she literally had pink hair. I saw. Okay. So I think she's <laughs> okay. she's uh, a little more fluid in her hair color. Yeah, I would she say. she's a rebel, as we all know. <laughs> yeah. uh, Nicole Richie is very rebellious. Oh yeah, and so that kind of shocked <laughs> me because yeah. Oh, but. We, we skipped ahead because their love lives are shocking in general. Because let's not forget, before they settled down with their wives, um, Joel dated a very young Hillary Duff. Wow. From 2004 to 2006, Joel dated uh, Hillary Duff. Unaware. She was 16 at the time, oh, and he okay. was um, in his 20s, I think like 23 maybe, when well, they first started is, this dating. this is just rock star stuff here. This is Ketis. This is, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying it. I don't Everything seems fine. That's the thing. It's nothing. It's, yeah, you know, in today's lens, he's a predator. I don't think he's a predator, and neither does Hillary Duff, because now that, like, What's Hillary, yeah, what's she say about all this? What she says is, um, listen, this is what she said. This is a quote of hers. I was just in Nicole's driveway honking for her to come and drink wine with us the other day. So there. Wow. So there you go. Yeah. So Nicole. The girls and, are drinking wine and, and her spirit and brain has not been broken. No. By dating Joel Madden when she was 16. She survived the power dynamic that everyone's <laughs> so obsessed with. Whatever. I'm going to get canceled. It's fine. Um, yeah. So now she's apparently wine buddies with Nicole. That's what she said. This, well, again, that makes me happy. Hillary Duff says, we actually hang out all the time. Um, but we prefer, we prefer to bond over wine instead of bonding over their ex. So they're no, they're no Sophie Turner, Taylor Swift. No, they're They're not. not, They're not bonding over their vendetta. Yeah. Against against Joe Jonas. Maybe if Nicole Richie and Joel Madden divorce, then the girls will go out in long denim coats and and solace. Stay strong, ladies. Yeah. You know, um, Anyway, so that's kind of interesting. Yeah, we have a Hillary Duff. So they tend to date these kind of very um, traditionally attractive women, even though their image is way more pop punk. And they kind of they kind of like parody their image, yeah, because they they kind of almost address like loser punk, like yeah, so cow. And they're kind of like that was kind of their vibe was like we're not the cool kids, but yeah, right. but they date the cool old blonde girls. Yeah, <laughs> like, which I guess if you're famous, which, that's a flex. Like, oh, now I'm dating the girl who could be a, like the high school cheerleader or something. You know, uh, you know, it's like a famous revenge or something i don't know which it's fine but it's kind of interesting the famous uh traditionally hot women they pick like so he goes from a very young hillary duff and then yeah, right I after all about that. yeah right after hillary duff he starts dating nicole ritchie oh my god i, I was just, gonna do a spit take oh that was terrifying my i want to actually spit I, so I, I have committed and didn't yeah that though that's fine it's always good to you know you always gotta i should have just committed and spit water all over our apartment i ruined that bit either way it terrified me because i didn't see you take the water and then i was like is he having <laughs> is he having a seizure stroke i don't know what's yeah, happening i'm just my um, i'm having an, an aneurysm because Nicole Richie is married to Joel Madden. Yeah, you're like, she's about to tell the story where Nicole Richie was driving down the wrong way on the California freeway on yeah, her way right. to Joel Madden's house. Yeah, tell what is this? This is one of my favorite moments in pop culture history. Um, Nicole Richie, this was the peak of her fame. In, um, this is when she was doing Simple Life? Maybe. Yeah, probably. It was in 2006. The peak of her fame for me is just she was very skinny. Like, her head was bigger than her waist. (laughs) That was the peak of Nicole Richie's fame. She was so skinny, and people were obsessed with her. That was it. Did people call her Skinny Nikki? 
Probably. I would have called her Skinny Nikki. This was the headline from the... That, nice. Skinny Nikki. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, this was the headline from the Post when Nicole drove the wrong way down the California freeway. Wrong way, Richie. 85-pound Nicole in DUI stop. I mean, it's... I mean, just calling her 85-pound yeah. is pretty good. But that's what I'm saying. That was my memory of her. Yeah. She, her she was famous for being, like, way too thin. And everyone yeah. was, like, obsessed with her. It was a wild time. It was a wild time. And Too now, small to ride Nitro at Six Flags, Nicole Richie. I know. Now we're all obsessed with power dynamics. Back then, we were all like, she's so skinny. She has an eating disorder. Let's take photos of her. It was a different time. <laughs> it was a different time. Um, so, yeah, she was driving the wrong way down the freeway on her way to meet Joel Madden. And then they became, like, it was just crazy. I mean, crazy. it makes sense how she could get so disoriented weighing 85 pounds. She probably, like, yeah, she probably didn't even drink anything. She was just in a bar and the fumes got her hammered. Yeah, she just smelled the beer. <sighs> I mean. And now she's swerving. Yeah, I, it was just wild. And then, so this was, I just remember it just being like, this, th- she drove the wrong way down the freeway <laughs> is one thing, okay? That's one thing. Like, wow, things are not good. And then the second was like, oh, she was on the way to the guy from Good Charlotte's house. Like, What? You know what I mean? That's yeah, that is So she was on the way to like fuck Joel Madden and she drove the wrong way down the freeway. I can't God bless Nicole Richie. Thank you so much for this moment. And then Do you think the cops told her to eat a cheeseburger? In, you know, behind Somewhere, her back. Right? Behind her back. The girl needs to eat a cheeseburger. They were probably like, uh, you know, you can't wear the seatbelt. You can put the seatbelt on, but you're too thin. You'll probably fly out of the car anyway. Ha ha ha. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's what they said. They love anorexic jokes, cops, don't they? Okay. Um <laughs> Anyway, so it was just crazy then that Joel and Nicole, like, got married. Because I thought when this happened, I was like, okay, she's definitely not going to stay with this guy if she's... Yeah, no, that is you know? that is an ominous sign for right. the relationship. If, you know, if I had been going to your apartment and had gotten arrested driving the wrong way in Ridgewood... I'm not sure if we would be uh, here Who knows today. if we'd be here today? You know? Who knows, yeah. But this is what Joel's reaction to... Um, when he was asked about this this incident years later, um, speaking to Diane Sawyer, wow. reputable and beautiful <laughs> Diane Sawyer, this is what he said. Um, I said to myself, well, you can walk away now and it's great time because to walk away... Wait, sorry. Let me do this again. Take two. Take two. I messed it up. Take two. Okay, so Joel's reaction. I said to myself, well, you can walk away now and it's a great time to walk away because you can. And then... <laughs> It's justified. She drove the wrong way. Yeah. I'm free. Yeah. I can get out of here. Like, like she, like you know, sometimes you just want to ghost a chick because you're like over it because you fuck her and then you're like I'm done. But this time <laughs> I like had an out. I like had an out. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so then he goes. He continues. Um, he says, uh, "You have a reason. You could say Nicole, it's been great, but you know this freaked me out. Or you could go with your gut. And you know my gut with Nicole has always been she's a great woman." Wow. <laughs> These two are romantics, the Madden brothers. They really are. They are, like, they are romantics. They are romantics. They're like, yeah, the love of my life, um, not good behind the wheel, but a solid woman. <laughs> yeah, she is. Love of my life. Just a great woman. Has a lot of issues with food and driving while drunk, but solid, salt-to-the-earth lady. He probably cries to... Billy Joel, she's always a woman to me. I what imagine, man doesn't? I imagine, uh, what man doesn't, including me. Come on. But yeah, I imagine him like listening to that and thinking about Nicole Richie driving the wrong way in Los Angeles and just a tear, tear coming down. She's just, always a woman to me. I just kind of, you know? I would really like men to just stop writing songs about what their perception of a woman is versus a girl because it's always really disgusting. It's like like I feel like in Billy Joel's song, it's like she's a she's a woman, but she's also a girl. Or maybe I'm getting the Bob Dylan one where it's just like she breaks like a little girl. It's like, well, you know what I mean? The Bo- There's a Bob Dylan one about same same yeah, kind I mean, of premise. Yeah, that whole generation of guys love to refer to refer to a woman that they wanted to fuck as little girl. Yeah, they like, could not right. stop calling a woman whose pussy they wanted to eat. Yeah. Get over here, little girl. Come yeah. on, little girl. Yeah. It's like the most disgusting thing. Really I think is. in any time that's happened, it's the yeah. most disgusting uh, Just keep it, keep it a baby. Keep it a baby. You don't need... You yeah, know, say baby. Everyone, yeah, just, we all like, accept yeah. baby because we know you're not actually referring to a baby. When you say girl, it's like, well, you might want to fuck a girl. We really don't know. You really might be looking for a little girl. Not sure what you're into. Yeah, yeah. That's a all lot right. to hear. Anyway. And think about. 
So anyway, yeah, that's I loved going down that. Um, time, yeah. One more thing before I, I get off on these two. Then I also was reading a 2023 article about the timeline mm. of their relationship. Very recent. Very recent. They completely leave out the um, driving down the wrong way uh, on the wow. freeway in their relationship timeline. Instead, they choose to focus on Nicole's like white lies that she told while she was trying Ooh. to date him. And what were some of these white lies? I'll tell you, Justin. She says, when I met him, he said, have you ever watched? the wire and so i lied and said that i did (laughs) so he would hang out with me little did i know he literally dropped me in like season three he's like oh cool season three episode four i pretended to know everything and it was horrible and then i hated the show (laughs) is the only person who hates the wire pretty much yeah i've never watched it i will watch it i think at some point yeah but i've never heard anyone say a bad word about the wire except for nicole richie right now i will say i didn't like it once they got to the irish season three is when it kind of takes a turn for me i didn't i never i haven't seen any of it la la no spoiler la but anyway um yeah she's brave in her dishing dissing the wire you know yeah well she's um, the only person with the balls to so yeah. way to go nicole wait nicole yeah the only she... the only public figure i've ever heard speak down towards the wire she's like i just didn't like it that's why joel <laughs> loves her you know she's she, a great what woman, a woman. She's she is a great, great woman, woman. Yeah. I, i'm with you joel uh so that, that's a good white lie yeah Anyway. Um, so so we'll take this over now to Benji and his wife. Yep. Lead guitarist Benji Madden uh, married the one, the only Cameron Diaz, one of our favorites. Just yeah. and my by all, I mean all of us. I mean the world. Just Everyone, one of the world's favorite, Cameron it, Diaz. Doesn't she have the iconic laugh where she's just like? <laughs> oh, she does have like. Uh, she like, does have like a a chuckle. The hot, <laughs> yeah. hot girl with like a horrible laugh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Like and, and it's hot because she does it because she's hot. Yeah. Like that type of thing. I think so. So, so they're married and he's a romantic. Like we said, like just like his brother, Joel, these these guys are romantic because mm-hmm. I wanted to, I, I, I wrote down his most recent, recent birthday po- Instagram post mm. to Cameron Diaz. And uh, this is what he says. I'm offline mostly these days. Just working, painting, making things and doing family life. But I have grown to like my little tradition of coming back on special occasions to show love to my queen. (laughs) Hyphen. So today, it's a very happy birthday to my beautiful wife, best friend, best partner in everything, ride or die, greatest mom to our little girl, Aveline Wineboss, family (laughs) chef, advisor, collaborator, and everything else. You do it all, heart emoji. So grateful to have our family, and I am one lucky man. Hyphen. I know that seems obvious, but it really is nice to say it. I'm going to sneeze. <laughs> <laughs> Let it out, Justin. <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh, I think I sneezed on our cat. Oh, no. Like I have bad allergies, guys, and that's what happens. You know what? You just got to let it out. And you just try to power through it. Yeah. You do it all, heart emoji. <laughs> so grateful to have our family, and I am one lucky man. Dash. I know that seems obvious, but it really is nice to say it out loud, and and then when you're feeling it. Wow. Uh, heart emoji, praying hands. <laughs> I love you, dot forever, dot always, dot yours, dot true love. Heart emoji. Happy birthday, Cameron. Heart emoji. Heart googly, heart eyes emoji. She responds. Now what? she goes into the... Yeah, it makes no sense. The, gram- the grammar is all over the place. It's not yeah. formatted correctly. She writes... <laughs> There's no one else I would rather do this life with. We are so blessed, dot, dot. I, you, with all my seven heart emojis. Nine heart emojis. Wow. At Benji Madden. She tried to say that. I think she just said, I love you with all my heart, 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 heart. But she left out love, so it just says, I, you, with all my nine heart emojis. At Benjamin, at, at Benjamin Madden. So both these two are having some grammatical and spelling issues. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's endearing. And then the best comment on it, T-Lex93 T-Lex writes, Ugh, she bagged my childhood crush. Hard, hard eyes emoji. I was Mrs. Benji Madden when I was 12. Cry laugh emoji. All caps, happy birthday, Cameron! Oh <laughs> my god. So way to go, T-Lex93. Uh, you left a great comment. 
on Benji Madden's happy birthday post to Cameron Diaz, and I bet they both enjoyed it. Way to be the bigger person and actually say happy birthday to the woman you <laughs> <Yeah>. feel stole <laughs> yeah. your ex-husband. Happy you- birthday, Cameron! Wow. Yeah. You You're- stole my childhood crush! Uh, so that's that. These two are lovers. They're not yeah. fighters. Uh, and I think they may both make both of their ladies proud. Yeah, sometimes when people write that much to each other on social media, I'm like, do they actually know each other? You know what I mean? Like when they're actually when they're performing their love that much on social media, it just makes me think that like they really don't even live together. Yeah, like, no, it's it's, nuts. it's it's not. It's usually not a great sign. I feel like uh, uh, yeah. I feel like it's usually not a great sign. Uh, and if, if he's not online all the time, why does he feel like he needs to post happy birthday? Like, who is pressuring him to post the happy birthday post? I also don't even know why. <laughs> it's a great point. Who? Like, does Cameron Diaz really give a shit? Like, I don't... Or is it just part of his image? His brand is having this, like, famous wife? I don't know. I mean, I think there's probably some truth in all of that. Mm. I think probably a lot of that mixed in. You know, I'm sure... Yeah. Cameron would like a birthday post okay. on Instagram from her husband. I'm sure she. she I'm sure she would enjoy that. There's there there are some normal women, unlike me, who actually want their partners <laughs> to post about their relationship, and that's something that I need to learn. You're right. It's not, <laughs> I mean, it's not. So so yeah. So I think there's but but it but often I do feel like when stuff gets this like lovey dovey, it's like yeah. it's usually not a great sign. But with these two, I want to believe it. I believe their love. Um, what do you think of Benji Madden's paintings? Because I sent you. Uh, yeah. He's doing like abstract kind of paintings. I mean, they're fine. They're just very Basquiat derivative. Which yeah. Is, okay. ev- everyone loves Basquiat, which is good for Basquiat. He's very, very. But I don't know. They just seem. I mean, I think it's great for anyone to have a creative outlet. It's good to paint, you know, and, and, and it's nice for anyone to paint. And, and they're not terrible, but they're just very. Um, they're very derivative Basquiat to me. And that's, well, there you that's go. Fine. Derivative yeah. Basquiat. Yeah. Thumbs down from Caitlin. No, no, <laughs> no. I don't want to be mean. No, because I think that's horrible. I, I don't want to... That, that's Yeah, now I'm getting like, uh, who cares that I'm critiquing? I, I think it's great that he paints. I think they're not bad, but to me, they look very much like Basquiat. So that's... Yeah. And I'm not... But, but I don't think that should stop anyone from painting. I think it's great to paint. It's, yeah, it's no, very healthy. It's stylistically, it's very Basquiat. Yeah, I mean, but but that was like the, the Bart Simpson. Simpson yeah. yeah, so the Bart Simpson looks like kind of. I like of the one of his the dog he did. Right. Yeah, the dog. I mean, they are expressionistic. They're a little. Joel Madden, I love you painting. So these two just cannot comment without there being grammatical effort, <laughs> uh, grammatical issues. I kind of respect that. Yeah, it makes me like them even more. Yeah, they're doing it on the fly. Yeah, just getting out there. They are very Basquiat. That's all I can see is is Basquiat. But, yeah. Um, yeah. So, and he doesn't like talk about them or anything. They're just kind. He just kind of posts them. So. Yeah, you know, it's kind of cool that he does just like yeah. Yeah, so, okay, so he had been off of at least Instagram for uh, several months before mm-hmm. making this Cameron happy birthday post. Wow, seven months. That's their cat, I'm assuming, so these two have a cat. Very cute cat. Cute Very cat. cute cat. Way to go, Maddens and their wives. Um, I have something to say about Cameron Diaz and uh, Benji. Okay. So Cameron Diaz was quoted saying that she she has a lot of nicknames for um, Benji Madden. Ooh. She goes, I call him a lot of names. <laughs> um, she said, Mubba. You know how things mubba. You know how things start, baby. Then to bay. Then it goes to ba. Soon I'm just gonna go. Uh, and he's gonna know I'm talking about him. <laughs> <laughs> so is that? I mean, I thought that was absolutely insane. That's that is very crazy. So she calls him mubba. Who, who? Also, does anyone go from bay to ba? Apparently, Cameron. As, as Cameron Diaz Apparently does. Cameron Diaz. But I've never heard anyone refer to their partner as "buh." Yeah, just making sound, just just leaving words to the first letter and the sound yeah. of the first letter. Like I, I, I don't know. So I guess my baby is "mubba." That's what she calls him, "mubba." And then she said, eventually, it's just going to go to "uh," and he's going to know I'm talking to him. <laughs> Um, so yeah, they really give us a window into their relationship, don't they? Yeah, it's good to know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I gotta come up with <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I gotta come up with a pet name for you that I can then abbreviate five times. Hot bitch, just call me huh, hubba. Hot bitch, hubba. Hobai. Hobai, yeah. Hobbit. 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 Yeah. Yeah, it's your, yeah, your hobbit now. Cool. I like Which it. Which is like hobbit, and then now it sounds like I'm calling you a hobbit, but you know I'm calling you a hot bitch. Yeah. So I think it works. 
It's my girl. That's my hobbit. Be She's really, hobbit. And I'd be like, no, no, it actually means hot bitch. <laughs> yeah. So nice around public. Just celebrating our relationship. People get a window into this. Um, we're just as bad as them, aren't we? Okay. Uh, we're worse. Yeah. A nightmare. Uh, you know, so way to go. Way to go, good Charlotte. Yeah. I, I don't know if I have much more to say about good Charlotte. This is the anthem. Throw all your Go to college. Up. A university. <laughs> get a real job. That's what they said to me. Wow. I don't know. Yeah. I, I need to, like, get more into the lyrics. I really, I'm really. That, the anthem was on, I want to say, Madden 2004 mm-hmm. football game soundtrack. Okay. Pretty good. And yeah. the anthem holds up. I love the anthem. This is the anthem. Throw yeah. your damn hands up. Yeah. Ooh, nice. Thank you. I want, yeah, that's that's the one where it's like, I want to be just like you. Yeah, 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 yeah. That sounds good. So I, what I, I'm saying is. <laughs> yeah, I, I do. I do like them. They are, their music has, has yeah, held up. I give, yeah, I'm giving, I give Good Charlotte a thumbs up. I love, yeah. I love Good Charlotte. Me too. And I root for their happiness and success in life. Yes. And uh, we love Mubba. Love Mubba and love that Nicole Richie doesn't like The Wire. (laughs) She hates it. (laughs) That's the best. Anti-Wire. All right. That was fun. Let's let's keep it going with some... Speaking of Instagram posts from famous people. Nice, Justin. What a transition. There you you go. Um, Yeah, we have a segment on this podcast that we like to do called Celebrity Instagram. We need to get like a soundboard of like a celebrity Instagram. Everyone loves soundboards. Yeah, I got it. Don't you worry, guys. I'll get a soundboard and we will get... Celebrity Instagram to yeah. play. I think what I love most when I'm listening to podcasts is obnoxious soundboards and like a lot of ads. You know, just yeah. constant ads. Like I was listening to Nikki Glazer's podcast. Don't ask why. I don't know how it happened. But um, I was. And she literally had an ad for headphones. The same ad played like four times throughout her podcast. <laughs> I've never heard a podcast where ads, the same ad was played multiple times yeah no I've, I've never heard that either and so. that's excessive anyway I, yeah i mean you know you, you don't need to do if you're gonna do four ads don't have an all please, the headphones please Can we get some variety? oh my god all right anyway <clears throat> so yeah celebrity instagram we each pick um a certain celebrity's instagram that we think is interesting in some way yeah. and uh this week we have some fun ones i do think we have some fun ones do you want to go first or you want me to go first um i'm i think mine's a little weaker so maybe <laughs> okay. i'll start and you finish sounds good okay i picked I checked in with our guy, John Mayer, Mm -hmm. uh, to see what was going on with John Mayer Mm -hmm. and what he's doing on the Instagram. I will get to it in a second, and once I get out of uh, Benji Madden. So he's on the John Mayer solo tour right now. He's touring the world, and he's just, each night he's just doing like a photo dump, and uh, a lot of him, you know, making love to his guitar as he does. Yeah. Uh, and he writes some like very like mushy, love the crowd uh, captions, and I want to read a couple. Of them. They're very excessive, yeah. So here's one from Nashville, Tennessee. It's from mm-hmm. October 12th. He says, Nashville, Tennessee. From the second song of the set, I could hear you listening. I know that sounds crazy, but I felt it in the room that this wasn't a prize fight or a prize fight of a show, but an exploration into how we all feel right now. I was with you the entire time and felt connected through and through. It made me play from a very vital and creative place. Thank you, Nashville. My God. Heart emoji. <laughs> yeah, he got hard for the first time in two weeks at that point. Yes. Uh, now we move on to Indianapolis. More of him strumming that guitar, coming oh in his God. pants, coming in his pants as he sits. Every photo is him is of John Mayer or. Orga- like <laughs> yeah. peak orgasm into his guitar. Mouth, every per- yeah. it's per- beautiful professional photos of him having complete <laughs> orgasms while playing guitar. It's crazy. It's pretty wild. How yeah. many times does he come on stage a night? Probably like seven or eight. He's got a diaper. I bet. <laughs> yeah, he's got a cum Dick. diaper down yeah. there. Uh, Indianapolis, Indiana. Indianapolis is one of the few cities in the U.S. that supported my music in a powerful way. And that feeling was alive and well last night. It's always a joy. Until next time, Indy. Heart emoji. And wow. now my favorite one, because I, I built a little bit off this one. So okay. this is Chicago. Chicago, Illinois. Uh, if you were there, then you know. What a night. What a night. It was like one of those evenings at a friend's house where all the best people keep coming over and the hang is immaculate. Ugh. It shows. It shows like these... That keep me searching for more inside the music. 
Thank you. Thank you. So from here, I was like, all right, well, what is... I want to come up with the guest list of what I would imagine John Mayer's immaculate hang night would be. Where the coolest people just keep coming in and in. Yeah. So I think first and foremost... We're at, it's at Andy Cohen's house. Of course. It's, of course it's at Andy Cohen's house. So are they dating? A, we don't know. We don't know. They may, are they, aren't they? I, I, I'd support it, I guess, mm-hmm. if they're happy. So this starts there. And then who walks in? The funniest person he knows, Cassie David. Oh. Cassie David comes in and they're all <laughs> hanging and laughing. Cassie's making them laugh. Who shows up after that? Gavin Rosdale. Oh my god. Gwen Stefani that's Gwen Stefani's ex? Yes. Gwen Stefani's ex husband from Bush. Yeah. Gavin Rosdale comes in, he's got his guitar, maybe him and John start strumming and like maybe Cassie sings a funny song. Sure, she's funny. And that's really funny. Yeah. Who comes in after that? Bell rings again. It's Justin Long and Kate Bosworth. Oh, the, the couple of the of the moment. Congrats! There, <laughs> congrats to these two. Yeah. I, I looked up an article that was who are John Mayer's friends. I like Google John. These are all wow. people that have been noted as John Mayer's friends. That's in your search history. That's in my search history. Who does John Mayer hang out with? Wow. And the internet has multiple articles letting you know. Good. Uh, so Justin Long, Kate Bosworth, they come in, kisses for everyone, congrats for everyone. So wait, according to the article, part of his posse is Kate Bosworth? It's Justin Long. Okay. It, it, Justin Long's his friend. And then okay. I, I tacked on, because of course Kate right. would be showing up. Right, but he's Team Justin. But he's he's he's, ju- he's Justin's boy. Of course right. he is. Which that, I don't even think we need a list to tell us that. He, he's a fan of comedy, and Justin Long is incredibly funny. <laughs> yes. Uh, who comes in after that? Harry Styles. The play, but now wow. it's getting sexy. Wow. And here's, we got Mr. Watermelon Sugar High yeah. himself ripping chunks of watermelon in his mouth. Harry Styles shows up. Now it's a real party, but the vibes keep going because this night is immaculate. The and hey. who shows up? Ellen DeGeneres. Wow. The Ice Queen herself <laughs> yeah. is here. And she's dancing with Harry Styles. That's what I imagine. Wow. Harry comes in and then they're both dancing and everyone's like, you got to think that John Mayer's doing like, <laughs> yeah. And it gets even funnier because who comes next? It's Dave Chappelle. Wow. Dave Chappelle is there and now he's bringing the house down and everyone is laughing. Yeah. Still funniest person in the room though, Cassie David. <laughs> <laughs> Still, though, yeah. John Mayer's like, you guys just don't have Cassie beat. No. And then who walks in? The final two people at this party. First, Brad Pitt. What? Comes in with his joints. You know, we got to get it's getting late in the night. And we're going to have a little, uh, as, we, as we all know, Brad Pitt apparently rolls very nice joints, according to Bill Maher. <laughs> There's a story Bill Maher once told. He's at a party and Brad Pitt was just rolling really nice joints. Wow. So there you go. And then who walks in after Brad? None other than Jen Aniston, and we get Brad and Jen back together, wow. finally. That's where I think it needs to happen. We need Andy Cohen to throw a party with this immaculate vibes, and then John Mayer can have the guest list all come in, Cassie David cracks everyone up, Hilarious. and it ends with Brad Pitt and Jen Aniston getting back together, yeah. and then we can get some like Brad and Jen and Ben and J-Lo dates wow let's get a double date going with those four yeah come on the fab four the fab four you and know? then maybe matt damon and lucia they make an appearance of and course. get all the, the super six yeah that's what i'm calling them i mean it's not christopher <clears throat> nolan but maybe they will still <laughs> breach their couples therapy that's, pack yeah, that's true yeah, i don't know if, <clears throat> yeah, if if he can answer a call from uh brad pitt or ben affleck yeah but. Also interesting because Jennifer Aniston dated John Mayer, if I remember correctly. That's why she was on the list of his oh, friends. Because okay. they've remained amicable. Of course. They've remained yes, amicable. Of course. If you date Jen Aniston and you guys break up, you're going to be amicable. We're friends. <laughs> she was on Friends. Of course. Uh, <laughs> yes. So that's really it for me you with really John Mayer's. Yeah. I really went there. Yeah. And I really think we need to get <clears throat> this immaculate hang hang out to save Brad Pitt and Jennifer Aniston. Yeah. No, John Mayer playing daughters to a sold out crowd in Chicago is just as epic as that immaculate hang that you created. That you I know? created. So yeah. That that's the guess just the guest list that I think he'd put together. Uh and and that's it. So way to go. Good Instagram posts, John Mayer. <laughs> 
Uh, and make sure you buy tickets to his John Mayer solo tour. Yeah, he's no longer the um, youngest <laughs> member of the Grateful Dead. He's now playing solo. Now he's yeah. Now he's uh, just John Mayer solo John out Mayer there, just solo. him and his guitar and his backing band. It was just every one of those posts just felt like a metaphorical <laughs> dick pic. You know? Yeah, no, it was very. It's very much you're getting a dick pic from John Mayer in these, Pretty much. and you know what? And it's not the worst thing in the world. No, no, I'd rather, yeah, I'd rather that than an actual dick pic from him. So yeah, he's, no, he's it's, figured it out. <laughs> yeah, no, please, just more of you coming while you're strumming your guitar. Right. Yeah. It 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 does the trick. We get we get what you put. We we pick up what you're putting <laughs> out, down, John. Um, very good celebrity Instagram pic, Justin. Um, I have uh, a sitcom actress from the '90s, Deborah Messing. Yeah, that's right. Golf clap for her. Let's go, Deborah. Um, we love you, Deborah. Um, I These were, this was a good pick. These were good. Thank you. Yeah, I found my way onto Deborah's uh, Instagram page and watched some of her uninspired, haphazard, raw, vulnerable, chaotic cooking tutorials. Is that what she calls them? That's what I call them. Oh, do you call Excuse them? me. <laughs> she calls them kindergarten cooking. <laughs> okay, that's literally what oh, she... no. I will get there. But... All right, so it's uninspired. <laughs> what did you call them? <laughs> okay, <laughs> so this is what I... This is my reaction to watching two of Deborah Messing's <laughs> cooking tutorials. I will call them uninspired, raw, vulnerable, chaotic performances that are yes. way more about her than the food yeah um they are the polar opposite of watching my guy stanley tucci make a (laughs) make a perfect cocktail that is how you do a like if you're a celebrity and you know and you want to uh, make some content you're like what am i good at clearly uh stanley tucci is good at making cocktails deborah messing's like what am i good at she's like i don't know how to make eggs yeah (laughs) you don't feel safe when she's cooking because she doesn't know how to cook um i don't feel safe watching her she ruins scrambled eggs and then she mispronounces the word stew you're like i what is happening she's like whisking the eggs and she's like oh my god it's working yeah she's just like stirring eggs it's crazy her energy is yeah it's like she's um panicking like constantly (laughs) panicking it's it's her energy is like there is a dead body in her kitchen that she doesn't want you to see yeah so instead she's like look at me cook eggs i'm like i messed them up (laughs) the one video starts with just her going hi yes hi (laughs) that's what she's the other one's like good morning yeah she literally is like might be like adderall like (laughs) anxious or something she's very on edge it really is she's acting like she just killed her husband and she doesn't want anyone to know she's yeah there's gonna be blood seeping in in the background (laughs) at any moment yeah she's like focus on me not on the blood focus on me not on the blood i didn't kill my husband watch me make eggs you know he fell down the stairs it's crazy (laughs) he does that so the first video I watched is of her, yeah, she's making eggs because she says, um, sorry, she says, um, yeah, you're right. She opens the video by just going, hi! Um, <laughs> and then she goes, she's like, I'm going to make eggs because um, she says, I need I need protein in the morning or I can't function. <laughs> and you're like, we believe you. <laughs> yeah, that's what I wrote. Don't talk to Deborah until she's had her protein. Right. She should get that on a shirt. I would buy it. She should. I, Don't I mean, talk to me until I've had my protein. I Jim Bros would wear it. I feel like until I've had my protein, until I've had my Adderall, until I've had my Red Bull, until I've had my coffee, because she is, until I've murdered my husband and I'm trying to cover it up with these cooking videos. Her energy is crazy. So so she starts to make the eggs. She ruins the eggs because she gets distracted by an avocado. I'm not even kidding. She ruins scrambled eggs because she gets so distracted by an avocado. Oh, no, I didn't even get that far into the video. Yes, she cuts up and she starts cutting up an avocado. <laughs> and she's like, she's like, you know the thing about avocados is that like you never know what's going to be inside, right? And then, she, oh my God. <laughs> and then so she cuts it open and she's like, look, oh my God, it's not a good avocado, quite crazy. And then she's like, oh my God, my eggs are burning. <laughs> So she, this is crazy. You don't feel safe in, in Deborah's kitchen. There no. are there are dead bodies that she's trying to hide. Yeah, um, no, yeah, you feel like you're locked in there. Suddenly the doors yeah. are all going to disappear when you're in that room with her. Right. Well, she used to, like, her social media presence before was just, like, aggressively posting about leftist politics on Twitter. But I think now that I Twitter... I think this is a better turn for her, honestly. Think so? okay. yeah. I, I'm not sure. That's like, where I was going to go with it. I was like, I would rather take her screaming about, I never used a whisk before and it's working! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that's better than her like yelling at like 
Nick Shapiro or who, any of those like alt right guys. Yeah. Like, it's like just you're right. you're like just get in the kitchen. Yeah, not, not to go like woman get in the kitchen. No, but it's more sitcommy, and that's her thing. So, yeah, and she's filming right. it like a sitcom. She's yeah. like multi cameraing. I didn't even notice. Yeah, that. she has one in the one video where she's doing like the potato stew thing. Akaras. <laughs> Akaras, yeah, yeah, which is making that. Yeah, she's got one camera on the that she cuts to like once or she only cuts to it like twice, but mm. she's got one camera set up right on the pan. Oh my and then God. there's the one like facing her. It is crazy to be, yeah, and like if you're a famous actress in the 90s where like everything was done for you and now you have to have four cameras in your kitchen while you ruin yeah. eggs to stay relevant. <laughs> you know what I mean? thing is insane. You used to work on a set with four cameras. You'd show up. You probably just had to do your lines and be an actress. And now you have to frantically ruin <laughs> eggs while you have four cameras in your kitchen to stay relevant. It's crazy. Okay. So, so we watched. Do you think she's done an episode <laughs> of Smartless? Oh, she had course. to have, right? She had to have been on Smartless. Oh, God, Smartless. I mean, we, <laughs> we have to watch, we have to watch the Smartless black and white documentary. I don't know if we can get through it because we it's so pretentious. Started. We have to at least start it. We have Absolutely. to watch some of that footage. And we will give you our reaction yes. when we do. One listener or two who's probably just us, but whatever. <laughs> um, you got that coming for you. Okay, so... <laughs> So the one video, yeah, is of her ruining eggs. The next video, she has a new... This is where the kindergarten cooking comes in. Because all of a sudden now she's calling these videos kindergarten cooking. So I guess she's like acknowledging that... Did her publicist like be like, you have to have a cute name for it. Deborah, you have to have a cute name for it. Probably. Yeah, so, probably yeah like, like who gave her this information? We're going to drive traffic. We're going to drive traffic. We're going <laughs> to yeah. drive, drive... Deborah. we're going to drive streaming traffic to these amazing cooking videos. We need a title. If I'm going to drive traffic, we need a title. To drive traffic to get that algorithm, we need a title. <clears throat> okay. Jesus. So, yeah, she calls it kindergarten cooking. I guess she's acknowledging... She should go with your title. Uninspired chaotic. <laughs> Raw vulnerable. Raw and vulnerable, um, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so she's acknowledging that, like, watching her cook is like watching a toddler who, like, really needs nap time cook. It's like, yeah. this kid is tired and just needs needs a nap. Um, and then also amazing is that she's wearing, like, a light pink mauve, mauve um, shirt, like a pink purpley gray mauve shirt. And the kindergarten um, cooking kind of matches that. So now she's even doing, like, wardrobe and, mm. and, and, and text. She's having an aesthetic... Okay. Uh, upgrade here it's really coming together with kindergarten cooking and um this is where she mispronounces the word stew and she doesn't really mispronounce it but she's like hi and then she's like so today i'm gonna make a stew a stew <laughs> she like gets stumbled oh, what's going on with deborah messing i don't know i think she just got so excited about the mauve shirt matching the mauve title that she forgot she's like am i making a super stew it's i guess it's a stew stew like that's she kind of messes up the word stew and then she meekly describes the um greek vegan dish that she's gonna make and she she clearly like isn't very confident about how to say the title of the of the greek dish so she does that thing where you pronounce it kind of quietly and fast like the john travolta attempt you know where she's just like and i'm gonna show you how to make this amazing um greek vegan dish called karas you know, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah. you kind of just swallow the word and say it quick. <laughs> it's called um, a curse. Uh, it's called Nindinza. talented. So then she, yes, she proceeds in kindergarten cooking to make this Akaras um, Greek vegan dish. And it's basically her just like dumping frozen vegetables into a pan. And then like vegan feta cheese. And I, yeah, I was like, who are, who do you think you are? The Pioneer Woman? <laughs> you know what I mean? I feel like anytime I watch the Pioneer Woman, it's just her opening a bag of dinner rolls and breaking them off. Like not even toasting them. It drives me nuts. I like, I can't take it. She's just like opening this bag of like store-brought dinner rolls and then just throwing them in a bread it just makes me crazy and then she's like defrosting frozen shrimp i don't get the pioneer woman but that my is her. my husband likes this one that is her thing i feel like her thing is just cooking with like a lot of store-bought frozen just pulling bags of yeah already made food out yeah like that's her thing so yeah it's like yeah she's just like taking a bag of like shredded mozzarella and like throwing it over stuff like her cooking style stresses me out i, I don't really know why it's on television but people like it god bless but i'm like never messing you are not the pioneer woman why are you cooking with these weird 
weird frozen vegetables, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. Anyway. Now, chaotic, uninspiring, raw and vulnerable, Deborah Messing is a show yeah. that I would watch. Like, if that is how it was marketed, and yeah. she... Because to me, these videos, I felt like she was, like, auditioning for the Food Network. Absolutely. It feels like she's, like, auditioning to get her own cooking show somewhere. Yeah, and you know what? Do you remember another dark Deborah <clears throat> Messing moment was when the... <laughs> Um, the Lucille Ball movie was announced that Nicole Kidman was going to be playing Lucille Ball. Kind of. Deborah Messing posted many pictures of her in full Lucille Ball drag to kind of like be like, but I should be, I should be Lucy, you know? Um, yeah, she, yeah. So she does, I think she is one of those, which I'm like, this is how people are successful. You got to like put yourself out there and like hungrily promote yourself. So bless her. It's something that I'm not very good at. She's good at it. I I respect it. But um, it is sometimes chaotic and scary to watch. That's, yeah, yeah, that's really, I got to look that up. Yeah. Deborah Messing dressing as, I love Lucy. Yeah. To be like, (laughs) to be like, I should be in the movie. Yeah. Sorry. If Nicole, if anything happens to Nicole. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> if, I don't know if something should happen to Nicole I, 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 mean, I won't kill her in a kitchen and then make eggs or anything yeah. this is not a Coleman's Nicole Kevin's body's not here that's not her head peeking out of my look at this whisk <laughs> so yeah that was that was mine it was crazy Deborah Messing just ruining eggs because she gets distracted by an avocado that's pretty good yeah another successful celebrity Instagram yep we did in it in the books we did it uh speaking of uh weird sure yes right chaotic weird because um, uh, it's like you know we all know the zeitgeist these last few months mm-hmm. aliens have all but been confirmed yeah have all but been confirmed mm-hmm. yeah uh and and so we got to thinking we yep. put our tinfoil hats on and we started thinking what is our Favorite use of aliens in, yeah. in, in any form of media. Yeah, because it started, we were watching again, I, I don't know, uh, maybe you're just tuning into this podcast at this moment, we we did upgrade to YouTube television, so it is, YouTube again, TV cheaper than Spectrum Cable. We are saving money, we're, pro- we're, you know, we're just growing in our lives, and we switched to YouTube TV, yes. and they have an MTV Classics channel, and we were watching the hip-hop It's a very block. good channel. It's a very good channel. It's a very good channel. <laughs> they just have to, like, MTV Classics, like, you have to update the algorithm. It can't just yeah. be the same song so often. So far, the hip-hop block has been the best, It's I been think. the best, yeah. Um, but I bet if we watch another episode of hip-hop block, it's yeah. going to be the same yeah. exact songs. But there was some really good stuff in the hip-hop block, including ATL Aliens by Outkast, yes. which I had never heard before. Like, I'm an idiot. And I was like, I, I, don't, I couldn't stop listening to that song after I heard it. I was, like, kind of obsessed with it. Can't stop listening to it. It's so good. Yeah. So that's a- what inspired me even though i think that that song isn't really talking about like you know aliens from outer space i think they're using it as a metaphor to talk about like feeling like an outcat like black the black okay no one needs to hear me talk about what what it's about but you know what i mean it it is if you listen to the lyrics it's not like they're just they're very metaphorical yeah it's a metaphor it's it's not it's not literally about um aliens but it's such a good song yeah and so i was like let's let's think about some of our other favorite alien um themed pop culture yes um, because that's fun I, I had fun coming up <laughs> on my list. Okay, yeah. Do you want to do you want to start? Just th- throw something out there. I'll start. I, <laughs> I so I picked I picked two songs, two movies, and a book. Oh is wow, what I went good. With, is what I went with. Yeah. So my first song mm-hmm. is you have to pick it. Space Oddity, David Bowie. Nice. You have to throw it out there. Yeah. Major Tom to Ground Control. Very much. I'm stepping through the door. This was my intro to David Bowie, this song. Aww. This is the first Bowie song I ever heard. Aww. I thought it was like weird and cool yeah. and got into Bowie after that. God, I don't even know how I got into David Bowie. I, I got it because they sing it in Mr. Deeds, the Adam Sandler well, movie. I know. it was. Re- I think it's more Rebel Rebel for... Cause, cause, like, I don't know if you heard me when I said they sing it in Mr. <laughs> Deeds in the Adam Sandler movie. <laughs> You're right. I am sorry. I am so sorry. No, Rebel Rebel. That's a good first. That's a no, good first, Bowie. No. Let's. <laughs> credit where credit is due. Mr. Deeds. Yeah. Okay. So Mr. Deeds, that's how I found Bowie, is they yeah. sing Major Tom and Mr. Deeds. Nice. And then I downloaded it on LimeWire. Nice. Uh, and was like, this song rules. It does rule. Yeah. Yeah, so does Mr. Deeds. <laughs> so this is the funniest Adam Sandler movie ever, Mr. Deeds. I mean, only second to Little Nicky. 
I never saw Little Nicky. <laughs> Me neither, but I, I, I doubt yeah, it's good. No. I'm so sorry. People loved Little Nicky, though. Really? People, yeah, okay. I, people that I grew up with were, like, into it. And I think that's why I never watched it, because people were, like, so over the top into I think it. people were, like, really into Mr. Deeds, too. I was really into Mr. Deeds. Okay, I had, you, I had abandoned Sandler at this point. I think I was, like... Yeah, no, you were, too. I think I was, like, 12 when it came out. Yeah. So you had aged out of the Sandler comedies. Awesome. I was, like, peak Sandler, Sandler comedy age. All right, as as we... Mr. Deeds, there as, you go. And it led me to David Bowie. So that's my first pick. Space Oddity, David Bowie. Rebel okay. Rebel is a good uh, first Bowie song. I just listened to it in the car with my friend, like my mom, my friend's mom, and we were just obsessed with it. It was like, hot tramp. And we were like, oh, that's naughty. So, Ooh, that is naughty. Okay. David anyway. Bowie's a naughty boy. I regret saying naughty. I really do. Um, anyway, okay. Continue. All right. So my second song I picked, mm-hmm. uh, of course, have to give him his credit. Aliens Exist by Blink-182. Wow. I think it's the most Tom DeLonge song you could ever have. Wow, okay. Because he's saying he does like the Tom DeLonge singing. <laughs> like, but, yeah. And it's like, yeah, I don't know. But it's very good. I okay. love Aliens Exist. I have to check it out. And he was right. Yeah. Oh, my God. I mean, yeah, the most <clears throat> vindicated person in pop culture history is Tom He's like, DeLonge. the CIA will say it's all hearsay. Like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I'm singing it in the right tune, but, like, that's one of the that's one of the lyrics. No, that was great. Wow. It's pretty. So, yeah, Nailed go, it. Tom. Uh, and I'm, I'm glad that he's having this moment. I am, too. Yeah. Because he was, he was on this alien stuff, and he got called a kook for years, and yeah. he was right. He's really just a classic outsider. Yeah, you know? they, that's why, you know what, government, you can't smear people. Because then it turns out, you look bad. Yeah. And now Tom looks good. And now everyone's going, well, what else were you lying about? I mean, it's the story of That's Jesus. the problem. Yeah, it's the story of Jesus Christ. You it's know, the story same. of Jesus. It's the outsider who eventually becomes the savior. Yes. Um, good picks. I also went with music, a Bowie, but I went Starman for Bowie. Ooh, you know Starman's one? so good. Yeah. I went that. And then um, I went... Starman's so good. Starman is so good. Yeah. yeah. They, yeah. U- they use it in a commercial, which always gets like yeah. quick way to like annoy, ruin yeah. the song if you just keep... Because streaming, they just keep showing the same commercial God, over and over like again. Enough. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think Starman. And then there's this... Uh, I don't know if this counts, but there's this uh, song called Books About UFOs. It's a Husker Du song. Mm. And it's like about... He just... He sings about a girl who sits in a room and reads books about UFOs. It's Ooh, a very good song. Very good. Um, yeah, that's what I went. And again... ATL Aliens, obviously the inspiration for that's all the inspir- this. Yeah, so that's, you know, yeah. <clears throat> goes without saying, yeah. but um, yeah, those are my two uh, songs that I picked. That's so great. Very good, yeah. <laughs> I went with them with movies. Yeah. I went with Interstellar, which and there's no aliens that they actually show, but they like allude to aliens okay. at certain points, and they like visit different like galaxies and different planets, which is very cool. You love Interstellar. I do love Interstellar. <laughs> Got very stoned and saw it in the movie theaters and like walked to the, like, the 86th Street AMC that I think closed down to like 85th. Mm-hmm. But like, why? It was like during a snowstorm, and like, I, I was like so high and like <laughs> oh walking God. there, and I was like, wow, this is like, I'm in, in Interstellar. Yeah. Uh, and I also, of course, had to go Mars Attacks. Oh, I've never seen Mars Attacks. It's pretty funny. Yeah. It's pretty good. It's like just, it's like ridiculous. Yeah. But it's, 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 it holds up. I, I think. gotta watch it. Yeah, I think you would enjoy it. Um, for me, for movies, <clears throat> I feel like this is kind of embarrassing, but I don't care. My favorite alien movie is Slither. I don't know if you've ever seen Slither. Oh, what was Slither? It rules. It's, um, so it's basically, it's kind of like, um, this alien lands in this, like, small town in the south, and then it's, it's all of the alien metaphors are kind of, like, sexual. It's this weird fucking movie where, like, so the the alien lands, and this is, like, this kind of orb with, like, a, a, it looks like a jello mold with, like, a vagina in the middle. Okay. And then, um, it's in, like, it lands. That's what all guys want to bang. Yeah, or I don't who know. doesn't want to fuck a jello with a pussy? Or who doesn't want to be an alien with a weird pussy that then it like squirts <laughs> out? Yeah. yeah. You, you could detach your uh, vagina and it's just a gelatin, a gelatin orb. Yeah. And then it like, the way it like, it, 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 like, um, so it's like the main alien and then it, it's, it's, the vagina opens and it squirts out these uh, basically like sperm that like enter into your body and then kind of like take over. Oh, like, wow. So you become. Oh, so like the, it, like 
enters a person basically yeah like, it enters like a, a human person, wow, okay. and then that person becomes that's creepy yeah that person becomes the alien and then um it, it continues to like multiply but it's still like this one being that's like continually multiplying like i don't know it, but it, the, the, the the i don't know why i love the movie it's kind of very like um creature feature like it doesn't use a lot mm. of it doesn't use a lot of um cgi okay so like when when it eventually reveals the the creature like the um when it gives the alien reveal of like the final version of the alien it's just this like crazy like pink almost like collaged collage like looking uh cotton candy looking like weird thing like it's just visually like very funny and campy yeah. and then like well done but it's also like really fucking creepy and um i don't know it, i'm into it's, it it's this really sounds good. right up my alley well i guess the, i guess it wasn't like big when it came out but then it like when did this movie come out uh i think like like 2000 maybe even like 2011 or something like that yeah it was like somewhat um, recent right but kind of 2006, okay. Um, oh, 2006. And I, I don't think it did well when it came out, but the, the guy who directed it like went on to direct like Guardians of the Galaxy and everything. So, oh, like, wow, okay. Yeah, and it's um, it's it's kind of... The movie actually feels like a very long episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer if you got to see the demons fuck. You know what wow, I mean? Oh, okay. <laughs> That's what it feels like. And there's so much aliens as a metaphor for like sexual horror in this movie. Like wow. everything is just like... Like sometimes the alien, when it's in your body, will like present itself as like two dicks basically coming at you that like then those will impregnate the person and like i don't know it's just it's visually just like so weird and campy and has like an old creature feature vibe to it i like that um yeah and like it's it's great elizabeth banks is in it and she's really elizabeth banks nathan fillion Mm -hmm. pam from the office pam from the office yeah so i I, yeah and and i guess my second favorite alien movie of course is alien the first one yeah um But Slither is the, to me. I'm like Slither. Slither, yeah. Slither is the best. Um, yeah, sorry, that's my uh, and it, and also it's the most like COVID movie because at one point there's little like spur the, the alien like breaks up into these little like squiggly worms and they enter through your mouth. Uh, so all of the so at one no point no one wants an alien in the mouth. No one no, wants no no. It's just like a it's like a sperm dick in your mouth. And then um so <laughs> so at one point they're all literally wearing like cloth masks. Wow. To like prevent yeah, the to, spread, okay. so it's like weird COVID metaphor too. It's crazy. There's gonna be conspiracies that like that was like the government alluding to COVID. Yeah, through Slither in 2006. I mean, we basically Go watch it. we basically treated like COVID <laughs> as an alien invasion. I mean, it really is fucking crazy. So anyway, yeah, great movie. I recommend Slither, and of course, Alien goes without saying. Alien goes without saying. Men in Black goes without saying. Oh, I, wanna, yeah. I totally forgot about that until we were just talking. Day. Yeah, Independence Day is a good one. Mm. Um, a lot, a lot of good. There's a lot of good stuff. I also picked the book, Childhood's End, which is like an old science fiction book that I read. It's about an alien invasion. Mm. Uh, And it's a very good book. That's all I'll say. Because I don't even, I usually, it's like the only fiction book that I've like finished, like ever in my life. Wow. Like really like ever in my life. And I actually finished it. I don't read enough about aliens. That's a good, I'm I'm, I'm on a Dominic Dunn kick here i really like reading about like dominic dunn kick yeah power privilege justice <laughs> the rich getting in trouble very good um yeah I, I should read more about aliens that's a good that's a good suggestion it's a what, really I, I, go ahead sorry oh i just before we forget movies i think the, the, but the most the scariest alien movie fire in the sky for me when i was little i never saw it uh, you told me yeah I, I watched it when i was little it scared the shit out of me i called the school where my mom was working because i thought she was going to get abducted by aliens like it just <laughs> and and i've and now when it's on and i like watch a minute of it i'm like it's still scary they fire still, in the sky is, there's something fucked up about fire in the sky but it's it's too scary for me to rewatch it. I, I, I yeah, I never know. saw it. I'm, I'm, I don't know if I'm ever really gonna watch it. He like gets abducted and then he wakes up and he's just like in these gelatinous alien pods. Yeah, like that's, yeah. Uh, and he gets probed. It's it's nuts. Yeah, they're they're doing tests on him and stuff. It's and based it on a true fun. story. Like the guy. Anyway, this blah, is just blah, like blah. the retelling. Yeah. 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 Well. Wow. Anyway, all right. Let's keep this alien chat going. Moving on. Um. Oh wait, never mind. One more thing. I never liked ET. I never liked E.T. I never really got into E.T. either. Yeah. I, I was, I mean, it came out before I was born, and then I just think I would, it just wasn't for me. Yeah. Just wasn't for me. I never got the appeal of E.T. E. No. I, 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 didn't get I it. don't like, I didn't think he was like cute no. or funny. No. Like, I didn't, I didn't get it. I mean, I understand, yeah, let's save him and help him, but I was just like, I don't know. <laughs> Other than that, I'm like, I don't. Yeah, I mean, I think I thought like the scene where they're flying in the bike was cool. Yeah. 
Other than that, I don't think I identified with that movie at all. I know. I do want to watch Close Encounters of a Third Kind. I did buy a 70s classic DVD collection on eBay for like $3 that includes Close Encounters of a Third Kind. So mm. I'm sure I will be popping that DVD in on one lonely day off. So looking forward <laughs> to that. But um, anyway, yeah, a lot of good movies about aliens. Um there's a lot of good stuff. Uh, send in yours. <laughs> send them in. We want to hear yeah. what is your favorite yeah. aliens in media. Our listeners. We have yes, we, maybe we, two yeah. to three every time. So. so send it in. Well, let's be honest. One to three. But um, yeah. anyway. Um, yeah. And then as far as like animated, because I feel like there's a lot of animated aliens. And Kif from Futurama is my favorite animated alien. Oh, yeah. He's like a neurotic, very neurotic alien who gets involved with like Amy, the kind of like very sexual, sexual flirty intern. And hilarity <laughs> ensues when these two are together, as you can imagine. I always thought he was funnier. He's a funnier animated alien than the American Dad one. That's Ooh, all. Oh, there you go. Shots fired. There okay. you go. Shots yeah. fired. It's Seth MacFarlane. Yes. I don't know how he's going to rebound from that. Yeah, that loser. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, that's all. Anything else for alien content? I feel I, like we I think that's it I think for we me. we did it, yeah. I think we, we all like it. Yeah. Uh, oh, I have here this we go. song here, so we'll get a little Aliens Exist. All right. In the back room. This is very good. It's pretty good, yeah. <laughs> I'm not even saying anything because I'm just like listening yeah. to it. Yeah. Blink-182 is great. They, yeah. they hold up. I love Blink-182. Definitely holds up. This All is right. Entertainment Entertainment, the entertaining podcast with the entertaining conversation about entertainment. I'm Justin Angermeyer. I'm Kayla McKee. This is some Blink-182. We all love it. Yeah. All right. <laughs>